Hi everyone, my name is Megan and this is And So It Is Podcast. I am sorry for the long hiatus since the holidays. It's just been super busy for me. Um, I just had a bunch of things going on and then I was sick and today that I'm recording it's Wednesday and I had my wisdom teeth, all four of them removed Friday. So that was an experience. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it definitely was not pleasant. I think the worst part for me was just not being able to eat what I wanted to eat. And I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, so I was convinced for like the first four days that I had dry socket. Really, today's the first day that I was like, you know what, I think I'm healing up just fine. I'm not in any pain, so I think I'm good. Uh, one thing that I was worried about with it, which I know I discussed on here a little bit, was that I used to have an opiate addiction. So I was a little worried about taking the Vicodin for it, but I have to say I've done pretty good. Um, they gave me five milligram Vicodins and I've just been breaking them in half and taking them that way. And I think I've done good. I don't feel like I'm going to go out like binge and start taking it again and all that so it's been fine I think I'm healing up pretty well uh besides that really not much has going on in my life that I can think of this past weekend was Gabby's birthday our Aquarius queen she turned 26 I think I could be wrong I think she was 26 or she turned 26 anyways happy belated birthday to Gabby And then today's episode, we are going to cover episode six of Pretty Wild. It's titled Vanity Unfair. And I just want to stop you right now because if you don't know anything about Alexis Nyers, Nancy Joe Sales, and Vanity Fair, you need to get on YouTube and look up the video of the iconic voicemail. You have to. Like, there's just no... I don't know how you've made it this far in life without seeing it. It's the best moment in reality TV. I'm going to go on a limb and say that. It is the best moment in reality TV, in my humble opinion. So, if you have not seen it, if you've never watched an episode of Pretty Wild in your life, just look up this specific scene. Please. I'm begging you. Just look it up. Anyways, let's dive right into the episode. Um, It starts off with Tess and Alexis getting massages. Well, no, actually, I think they were getting their nails painted. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. They were getting one or the other. At first, I thought they were getting massages, and then it was like the lady was painting her toes, so I don't know. They were getting something done. I thought Alexis seemed pretty high in this scene. She was speaking slowly and very deliberately. Tess kind of seemed a little out of it, too, but Alexis definitely seemed high in that scene. Um, She was telling... Alexis was telling Tess about how excited she was because she has a spread in Vanity Fair, and she pointed out several times that it's just her. The article was just going to be about her, and that's it. Nobody else. So you could tell she was really excited for that. And Tess made the foreshadowing comment, you know, oh, what could go wrong with this? Then 
Uh, Tess talks about Max and how he hasn't called her and he didn't really talk to her much in Cabo. Alexis said she thinks he's just playing hard to get so Tess will want him more. Which may or may not be true. I think he's just a fuckboy, to be completely honest, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Tess asks what Alexis suggests she does about it, and Alexis says that Tess should flat out ask him where their relationship stands. Which is good advice, I suppose. I think she should just leave Max. He's ugly. He looks like one of the bugs from A Bug's Life. Like, his eyes are too close together. He's just, he's not cute. Tess could do so much better. Uh, the next scene, it's just a stupid throwaway storyline. It's obviously made up by the producers. It's Gabby online shopping, and she yells for Andrea's credit card. Gabby, uh, needs it to pay for stuff that she's buying online, and Andrea basically just says that Gabby needs to get a job, and that when she was Gabby's age, she had a job as a receptionist at a modeling company making, I think she was like two seventy five an hour. And Gabby is cool with looking for a job. She doesn't put up a fight at all. She's like, yeah, you're right. I do need a job. Which I completely do not believe that any of those girls would be fine with getting a job at that point in time. I don't think that any of them would have been like, yeah, sure, you're right. I need a job. But anyways, that's the end of that scene. Um, Then it goes to Tess visits Max while he's at band practice. And she tells him she wants to meet up with him the next day to talk about some things. And that's really the end of that. The next scene, Alexis goes shopping for some outfits for her Vanity Fair interview. And she buys some skirts and high heels. And she's showing them off to Andrea and Gabby. And they both warn her that her clothes are too sexy and she needs to dress more conservatively. Which is true. The heels were pretty high. And her skirt, though, was cute. And I wouldn't say it was too short, but considering the situation that she's in and the impression she's trying to give off to people, it probably was not the best idea for an outfit. Then it goes to Alexis having her interview with Nancy Jo Sales. Uh, Nancy Jo Sales is a reporter for Vanity Fair. Uh, She's written a lot of articles about the youth in America. Most notoriously, this one about the bling ring, the the suspects were Louboutins. Or, was that the name of it? The, The suspect were Louboutins, yeah. That was the name of the article. But she also, I believe she wrote the book about the bling ring and had some part in the movie. Like, she wrote she basically heard the movie the bling ring was based off of her book that she wrote and then she also appeared in the movie however nancy joe sales acts like she's ashamed of the whole bling ring thing and having anything to do with it and she wants nothing to do with that whole scandal but yet she wrote a book about it and then like sold the rights for a movie and appeared in the movie so yeah but nancy joe sales is She's not a great person, you guys. Like, I read some of the articles that she wrote. Not even just this one about Alexis, because she did, she did do Alexis dirty in this. But in some of her other articles, she's just, like, she's very demeaning. There was this one that I read. I don't remember the name of it now, but it was about 
like teenage girls and dating and how like social media influences it and she's just like very condescending and you just you have to read it like her tone is very condescending towards these girls that she's interviewing and that she's spending time with and I'm like teenage girls are smart like she acts like they're just stupid airheads sending out nudes to everybody and it's like actually listen to these girls stories like I would have a horrible time being a teenage girl and the way that society is right now like these girls are tough and they're smart and she does not give them enough credit so anyways that's my rant on Nancy Nancy Jo Sales she's not a great person anyways her and Alexis are sitting down for their interview Alexis is dressed more conservatively, she has on a gray sweater and I believe skinny jeans. And Nancy Joe asked her about herself. Um, I forget what her first question was. I think it was basically just like asking her what she likes, and Alexis is just telling her she's a normal girl and she enjoys shoes and purses. And then of course Nancy's like, Well, what brands? And Alexis, oh, God love her. She's just like, she started listing off all these super expensive brands. And then at the end, she's like, but I also love my Converse's and my rainbow flip-flops. And like, Alexis, don't, don't say that. She was trying to get you to give an answer like that. <laughs> but of course, it, it went right over Alexis' head. So they talk about that. And um, Alexis talks about how... She's been misrepresented in the media and, you know, how tough it's been for her, but she knows who she is and she's proud of who she is and she starts to cry and Nancy Jo gives her a hug and tells her she did a good job and that's the end of that. And Alexis gives a talking head where she says that she thinks that the interview went really well and that Nancy really understands who she is, who she is as a person, which is really quite sad when you read the article and you can tell what Nancy thinks of Alexis but Alexis is pretty naive so I'm not surprised that she thought that interview went great then the next scene Tess gets ready to see Max and she's freaking out over what to wear Alexis tells her that she's never seen her freak out this much over a guy Tess and, or, yeah, Tess and Max meet up at what looks to be a coffee shop, and Tess tells Max that she tried to talk to him while he was in Cabo, and she couldn't reach him, and she's tried to talk to him since then, and he's just really hard to get a hold of, and is this a hint that he wants to not talk to her anymore? Like, just basically she wants to know why it is that he hasn't been answering her. And he gives such a fuckboy response. He says she's a very beautiful girl and he wants to keep doing what they're doing what they're doing and he wants to see where it goes. Which didn't really answer her question at all. But Tess seems really happy with this response. It it makes no sense, you guys. Tess is so pretty. Like if you go back, she's really beautiful now too. Don't get me wrong. But like go back and look at her modeling pictures from then, even her on the show, like, she is so naturally pretty, and she just lets this guy, you know, treat her like dirt and not respond back to her, and it's like, girl, like, 
you can get somebody better looking than the lead singer Wicker. Who has heard of Wicker? I never heard of Wicker until I went back and rewatched this. But anyways, yeah, that was the end of that. Um, He says he's glad that she brought it up and that he was avoiding his feelings, but they're all clear now. Yeah, makes no sense at all. Uh, The next scene... This is the iconic Vanity Fair one. You guys, get ready for it. Um, Gabby says, Mail's here. She has the Vanity Fair article. The whole family gathers around. Alexis is, like, pretty much ripping the magazine out of Gabby's hands. Um, And it's funny because they're all looking at it. And Gabby kind of makes the sneaky face. And she reads the title of the article, The Suspect Wore Louboutins. And you can tell by the look on her face that she knows what's about to go down. That this is going to be bad. Uh, they read the article and they say that Nancy Joe lied and left things out. And that Nancy Joe said that she wore six inch Louboutins and she wore little brown BB heels. You guys, ugh, you just have to watch it. The freak out that happens is truly 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 iconic it's great television uh tess looks completely spaced out the whole time and just like has her hand on alex yeah on alexis shoulder alexis cries she screams she prays andrea is right there along with her crying and screaming and praying with her eyes bugging out of her head as usual Uh, it's so funny because Alexis says her prayer and at the end of the prayer after they say and so it is Andrea says and so it is you fucking rock girl and then of course Alexis calls Nancy Joe sales and has to leave her multiple voicemails (laughs) that I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am (laughs) it is so funny you guys just you need to watch it I will not do it justice but I'll try to explain it. So she calls Nancy. She says, Nancy Joe Sales, this is Alexis Nyers calling. I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am. Andrea walks up and shouts into the phone, you lied. So then Alexis has to call back and re-record her voicemail because Andrea interrupted her. So she starts again, Nancy Joe. This is Alexis Nyers calling. I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am. And then Andrea walks up and shouts into the phone, $29! (laughs) You have to watch it. It's great. I mean, I truly do feel bad for Alexis. And then Alexis gives the most memeable line ever. She yells at Andrea, Every time you fucking yell, I have to re-record it. It's the best thing ever, you guys. Seriously, go watch it. If you, if nothing I've said so far has convinced you to watch this scene, then I, I don't know why you're here. This podcast is meant for people that enjoys, <laughs> that enjoys Alexis Nyers freaking out on Nancy Joe Sales. <laughs> but like I said, I, I do completely understand why Alexis is so upset by it. You know, this is, this really does have a lot of weight as far as how the public views her. 
And this article was something that could have been very beneficial to her, and that's what she was hoping it would be, or it could be something very hurtful. And what it turned out was that it was very hurtful. And um, I listened to her podcast where she talked about Nancy Jo Sales. Um, I believe the episode is called Nancy Jo Sales, Your Bias is Showing, which is a really good episode. Um, go back. If, if you want, you can go back and listen to it on her podcast. It's called um, Recovering from Reality. And it gives some more insight into Nancy Jo Sales and why she's such a bad person. But anyways, the short of it is um, she was offered several interviews from several different magazines. Uh, they picked out Nancy Jo Sales. She portrayed herself as, you know, she was a mother. And she wanted to tell Alexis' side of the story. And she wasn't supposed to interview the other members of the Bling Ring, which she did not hold to her word. She did interview other members of the Bling Ring, um, specifically Nick Prugo, and she kind of more, the article leaned more towards Nick Prugo's side of the story, and she made Alexis look very bad and self-centered, and like she was guilty, which as I've said before, as someone who had a drug problem in the past I know that I did a lot of things that I wasn't proud of whenever I was on drugs and my memory of it is very foggy but I know there were things that I did and they were wrong and I feel like that's probably the way that Alexis is but she like completely denies it and acts like she had no idea what was going on or that she just completely wasn't there and I don't believe that to be true but, you know, I could be completely wrong. I do think Nancy Joe did Alexis dirty. But that's, you know, I guess that's the risk you take whenever you do an interview with somebody like that. You never know what they're going to say. You just have to kind of rely that they like you and that they're going to say something nice about you. And it's kind of scary when you think about it for somebody in that situation. And I can imagine being in her shoes, being so young and going through all that. Uh, so finally, Alexis does get the whole thing recorded. I didn't write down the whole thing. Like I said, you can look up the scene if you want to see it. She did um, make some good points on the f voicemail to Nancy. Um, at the end of it, Andrea cries and says, that was beautiful. You did such a good job expressing yourself. And that was the end of that. Uh, then the next scene, Alexis visits her, her lawyer. They're basically trying to do damage control after that whole fiasco with Vanity Fair. Alexis wants to talk to high school kids. And that is the end of that scene. And then Gabby gets a job at a pet place. And it's... Like I said earlier, this is a throwaway storyline. It's obviously not real. Um, she has to squeeze the dog's anal glands while she's giving it a bath, and she freaks out, and the guy showing her how to do it says, you have to do it, sweetheart. You'll get used to it. Alexis, um, sorry, Gabby, like, laughs, screams. She doesn't want to do it. That's kind of the end of that scene. 
And then um, Alexis goes and talks to at-risk teens. She tells them about the bling ring, basically the whole thing. She's been telling everybody about how she got involved with a bad group of people that she thought were her friends, but they really weren't, and they got her into all this trouble, and you need to be careful who you hang out with, who you surround yourself with. And um, she says that her main priority that day was to touch some kids and hopefully help steer them on the right path. The show ends with Gabby taking everyone out to dinner on her first paycheck. Gabby tells them about the anal gland thing. She calls it the poop butthole thing. It's kind of funny. And uh, Alexis tells Tess that she should try that on Max, which I thought was kind of funny because I don't like Max. (laughs) And um, they all talk about how they're taking control of their lives. And that is the end of that episode I hate to keep drilling this in, but you guys, if you have not seen that scene, you need to look it up on YouTube. It's so funny. Um, But yeah, that's the end of that episode. You guys can follow my Instagram. It is and so it is pod, A-N-D-S-O-I-T-I-S-P-O-D. If you're a private account, I probably won't follow you back. But that's not because I don't want to follow you. I just don't want to be weird and awkward and follow a private account that is private for a reason, maybe. I don't know. So if you're private and you want me to follow you, just message me and tell me. And I'll gladly follow you back and talk to you. But yeah, that is the end of this episode. I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.